man, how that song go again? Da 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 Hey, what's going on, people? Welcome to Tattoo Far. There's far, there's too far, and then there's us at Tattoo Far, where we take a couple of ideas, mash them together, throw them over the cliff, bring them back up, and taking a happy hour to see how fun it was. How you doing, everybody? My name is Dietrich. Uh, I'm here with my boy, Taj. Yo. What's going on, boss man? Nothing much. Nothing much. So, That's what's it's- up. You ain't got no Coronas in the refrigerator, do you? Uh, no, I, I got some beers, but no Coronas. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I'm a Bud Light man myself. I, I ain't messing with that, that right there. Hey. <laughs> so, in this episode, we're uh, going to part two, and we're talking about um, Marvel characters that we would move over to DC. Uh, flip it. Oh, DC characters that we will move over to Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're keeping me on my toes, bro. We're good to go. We're good to go. <laughs> right. Uh, um, I was playing, but seriously, though, um, in our last last uh, episode, we were talking about Marvel characters. We would move over to DC, and we were talking about the differences between DC and Marvel from what we saw. Now, neither one of us are talking about being experts. Neither one of us are, are this is a you know public announcement, neither one of us are claiming to be experts. So if you're <laughs> right. going to kill us on any of our thoughts and process, please do so. But I was going to tell you right now, you can put something in your mouth by doing it because it's not going to make that big of a difference. We're still going to love it. We're casual fans. We we are, we are fanboys. But don't beat us up for it if we say something wrong or get somebody's intergalactic code out of place <laughs> or some type of situation <laughs> like that. This is purely just the running off the mouth thoughts of what we have in our mashup and how we think of other people would fit. Okay. So in DC moving to Marvel, this situation, I took kind of a little bit off of our last episode. And it was okay. something that you said that um, kind of trying to trigger the thought. And the thought was uh, you don't really have too many characters in DC universe that are powerful, but lose control. And I thought okay. that was a very, very strong strong statement mainly because um you're right for for the casual fan that that looks at dc they don't really have too many characters to lose control you have some crazy individuals you have some individuals that that um you know aren't just quite right in the head but they don't have the power to just lose control like a gene gray or or um like a hulk or um somebody like you know just I'm trying to think of just a general individual that I know once they lose it, they're gone. Right. Type of deal with those type of individuals that, that have that power just so coked up in them that, 
once it's released, there is no controlling over it. You know what I'm saying? And what's up? No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So the person that I thought of that would be closest to that aspect, and I think would fit into the mystical realm of the Marvel Universe is Raven. Ooh. Okay. I can see that for sure. Yeah. (laughs) So um, Raven first appeared back in uh, October of 1980. Um, her, Her regular birth name is like Rachel Roth. Um, but for those who don't know, she's a Cambion, uh, which is she's the daughter of the Demon Father Trigon. So basically, she's the daughter of darkness. And Trigon is like a, a devil, uh, like a, a demon, ultimate demon type in the DC universe. And she was born of him and of a human mother. And, and she's a half demon, half human type situation. And so um, she is a mystical individual. Um, she belongs to Team Titans. Um, but uh, she she very much so can hold her own. And I, I like Raven for a couple of reasons. Um, one, I like Raven because she's got a sh- shitload of powers. Um, excuse my language. Yeah. <laughs> we bleep that out later. Yeah, she's, she's got a, a whole lot of powers. Like, um, she's got telepathy, she's got teleportation, uh, uh, interdimensional teleportation, telekinesis, empathy, uh, empathetic transmission, um, she's uh, levitation, flight, astral projection, like all of these things work in her benefit and can work over in the Marvel Universe. On top of that, um, she kind of reminds me of a, a female version of, Do- of Mr. Sinister. You know what I'm saying? Uh, somebody that has all of these powers and is very well aware of their powers and what they can do. And plus, she can conjure magic. So magic is an aspect uh, a lot in DC, not so much in Marvel, but it's definitely there. You have your presence like Doctor Strange. And that's exactly where I was thinking about when I thought about um, Raven. Um, I like her because once she's young, um, she's never they've never had her like a grown up version of her because in her backstory, once she hits a certain age, her powers will erupt. She will become full blown evil and she will try and take over the universe gotcha and so that's that's kind of like been her backstory and why she's been standoffish from people because she knows the scriptures she knows um the the path that's set before her and she's afraid of it because she doesn't want to lose her humanity she doesn't want to lose herself she doesn't want to destroy the world but this is this is written in stone of what she's supposed to be doing and so so i kind of like a What's up? Kind of like a Hellboy prophecy type of thing. Exactly. Like a Hellboy prophecy. Exactly. So along that lines, I was thinking, okay, is there anybody in the DC universe that if she explodes and her powers of darkness come out, would be able to handle her? Because she can manifest her powers into a physical stance. So she can she has like this black magic aura around her that she can manifest into moving stance, kind of like a green lantern can manifest moving parts out of his power, she can do Mm -hmm. the same. Um, She can throw things with her mind. She can zap things. She can, she's pretty much a badass chick. So who would be able to handle her? Right. And then I thought about the Marvel universe. Well, like I said, you got a Dr. Strange, you've got people over there of the mystical aspect that might have a better chance of controlling or, or trying to, to neutralize her uh, given the situation. Once she hits that age, once she explodes. 
I like it. I like it. So for sure. I mean, it, it kind of reminds me of, of magic from, uh, from, uh, new, uh, was it new mutants? So yes. very much, uh, Ileana, you know, type of, uh, you know, dark child type of thing. So, but yeah, I can totally see her fitting for sure. So. Yeah. And plus being, being the person that she is, um, she's very mature for her age because she's never had like a true childhood. Like she's, um, you know, always had uh, kind of like a rough upbringing. She's always had to fend for herself. Um, she has powers. She can control them to an extent. But once the like the darkness starts rushing inside of her, then she can't really control the powers. And so I figured that would be like a good aspect to break into like a Jean Grey type story. Gotcha. She would, she would lose her power, lose her, her, her consciousness of her powers. Her powers would take over. And then, you know, you got everybody in their mama trying to, trying to fight her off because she's just going to be that deadly in that type of situation. Um, I thought that was a cool, cool aspect to her. Okay. I like it a lot. So, okay. So I, I no, but I can totally, especially being young, and the whole prophecy, I mean, that just, that screams Marvel, especially standalone. If you ever, yeah. I mean, that's, that's a Marvel character right there. You know, <laughs> a kid that has problems. <laughs> there you go. That's, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> kind of their MO. <laughs> that, that is their MO. So, but, okay. So for mine, um, so I, I picked mine on two purposes. Well, the main one I was looking for is, um, that I was looking for is DC has a lot of shape changers um, that are, or even body manipulation, but m mostly they have a lot of uh, people that can change shapes that are superheroes, whereas Marvel doesn't have a lot of that. So, um, and so, cause on the Marvel side, most of shape changers, ex I mean, you have Morph, who's a good guy. You have Mystique, who's been good and bad. But other than that, you know, there's people that have stretching powers, but not as many as on the DC side. And but you don't have a lot of people that um, are on the good guy side or anti-hero side that have the possibility of changing their parents, that type of thing, unless they're using a power like telepathy or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so uh, who I went for and actually having done the research also fits fields of void that's in the Marvel Universe is I picked Martian Manhunter. Oh, wow. Marvel doesn't have any official Martians <laughs> in its canon. There's some people that claim to have been from Mars, but there's no official person from Mars <laughs> in the Marvel Universe. Mm. <laughs> Unless you go to like some alternative dimensions. But, but really, you, you, most of the Martians are from like the golden era uh, of, of Marvel in the current you know, in the current era of Marvel, there's there's nothing that uh, official character from Mars, which I thought was kind of interesting. I mean, you have from other planets, you know, from other races, but nothing in our local solar system. Wow. So, and 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 that's why I thought he would fit. So, um, but yeah, so Martian Manhunter, he's the only thing was like joining the Avengers. He has very similar powers to Vision, but uh, I mean, because he has density control, but the main thing is the the shape shifting and being able to change to human appearance was 
the main thing I was going for. And so the other thing is he's compared to Batman has said that he's as good or better detective than Batman is. Yeah. And so it'd be interesting to have him join the Avengers as a detective because really, I mean, you have spies, you have Black Widow. She's a good spy, but I'm not sure that she's a detective. And it'd be interesting because thinking on it, Marvel doesn't have any detectives unless you include Howard the Duck. But I don't know. He's more a joke. Um, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm really trying to think of uh, of who would be considered a Marvel detective. Um, and that because most of them are protectors, like Doctor Strange. He's a protector. Iron Fist. He's a protector. You know, you don't have anybody that's like trying to find out and deduce stuff. You know. Well, uh, Jessica Jones. True, Jessica Jones. Yeah. And she's, that's true. She is really good. And she's a private eye. But yeah, yeah, she's a good detective. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I really have to think about that. Um, <laughs> Jessica Jones. Uh, who else? Yeah, you're right. Howard the Duck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, Howard the Duck. <laughs> um, you, you thought I was joking. I was like, uh, no, that's no, no, no. that's his I, I you weren't joking because yeah, he is part of that universe. Um I mean you could kind of say Luke Cage, but he's not official. Um That's true. Yeah, he's not official. And then uh Lucas Bishop, um, he's definitely somebody that's in that mix, but I yeah, can't really think of but he he's kind of I mean, he's more cop than detective because he was part of a police force in the future. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Bishop, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I so. can't think of nobody else. <laughs> Off the top of my head, like, I'm right? going for it. Right? So, so, yeah, so that's kind of where, where I was going for is, you know, it, I thought that that would work, you know, uh, it, having him in the, the Marvel Universe. And, and it'd just be interesting to – be – I don't know. It would kind of be interesting to have somebody that has visions, powers, but not with, but have personality, you know, that then have to have to deal with the whole robotics thing type of thing. So Yeah, but Martian, Martian wasn't really just like, he wasn't like Johnny Carson, you know what I'm saying? He didn't have like the best personality himself. Like, like when you said him, I automatically thought about Vision. I was okay. thinking like, yeah, they're kind of the same. And then you got two awkward dudes standing next to each other trying to figure out what to do with themselves. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> right. One place, the other thing I was trying to figure out is in, because I, I got to thinking about it, it's like, all right, Kitty Pride can phase, but Vision has density control. So how come Kitty Pride can't become heavier? It doesn't make sense. It how it how is phasing through elements the the same as having a lower density to move through elements, but you you can't do the opposite. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? I, I don't know. Yeah. It's just like a weird definition of powers. You know? Well, yeah, that's that's what's kind of like given in a situation, right? Because the thing about Marvel versus DC is a lot of these people have their powers by accident or by genetic code. It's right. not like 
it's not like they were they were given this this ultimate power and and they just learned like automatically knew how to use it type deal you know what i'm saying for the most part like people like rogue like she doesn't want her powers like she takes other people's powers and she drains their life force in the process and she won't be able to ever love somebody because of that type of situation so um you know being able to phase is probably a, a situation where this person knows how to do that one trick but mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily have the ability to do it the other way around because they just don't have it in their molecular structure whereas you know martian is just yeah he's just a cold ass dude like <laughs> <laughs> You know, he thinks he, you know, humans are inferior to them and, and by nature, but you know, he's willing to save them because of their aptitude and their and their feelings for people. So So okay. Yeah, for sure. So anyone else uh, you thought about doing or I thought about like off the wall type individuals. Like I thought about anarchy. About who? Um, yeah, anarchy. Yeah, he's a part of the DC <laughs> universe. Um <laughs> Think of uh, Batman or Nightwing. Right. Um, think of an individual that doesn't have necessarily superpowers, but is very smart, um, very, very keen on people's uh, emotions and feelings. But for the most part, wanted to be like a Batman or being a vigilante. But it, so, so it's the Jean-Luc guy, right? The one that from Nightfall that was in the whole metal suit the whole metal Batman suit, right? Because he became anarchy later, right? He became anarchy later, but this one, he's he's more of um, just like a kid who dressed up in a, in like a red jacket with a red oh. uh, bandana to cover his face mask, and he throws Molotov uh, you know, bottles all over the place and, and basically causing havoc uh, in the city. And mm. I thought he would be a good mixture to throw in with Marvel because Marvel doesn't have that foot soldier. Like mm-hmm. you think the Hawkeye, you think of um uh oh what's Black Widow. Black Widow, you know, being highly trained individuals and, and know how to move around, but they don't have that person that's just on the ground, you know, causing noise. Gotcha. Like a human being just breaking stuff and, and being that vigilante individual. Well, they they have Night Trasher. <laughs> Next. <laughs> I I no, but I, I hear you for sure. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of me trying to add that human aspect to Marvel. Um, you know, but for for the most part, I think uh, that that would have been a okay fit. Like again, I, I went back and forth with the Batman and Iron Man situation. I think those two are interchangeable um, for their aspects. Gotcha. Uh, really didn't have too many other people I wanted to add into, um, you know, a, a, a Marvel situation because Marvel is like spans out so many different types of, of heroes and villains. Uh-huh. Um, the one thing that you don't see or maybe I'm wrong for saying this, but just from the aspect of me looking, um, mm-hmm. every person that was made within the Marvel Universe had a power, but also had a defect. Mm-hmm. Right. 
I think the only person that was ever made to be like actual perfect was Adam Warlock. But if you take him out the out the picture, like everybody else was just like there and, and they're living with what they're having and they're doing um, what they can, given the situation. Like even right. somebody like uh, Archangel, like he didn't want his wings at first. He just had them uh, right. and had to deal with that type of situation. Whereas this kid, all right, Anarchy. He wants to be um, that person that changes justice and, and, and makes moves outside of the law because the law sucks to him. And it doesn't make any sense why they can't go and make these moves themselves. And so he, if you could give him superpowers, it would be great. He would take them and, and relish every power that he got versus somebody who has a power and doesn't necessarily want it or know what to do with it. And it's just learning to, to deal with what they can deal with. Gotcha. No, I, I got you. Yeah, no, I mean, that, that is a good point to make it. So, the, the, but so do, so I guess, are you saying that you like the fact that everybody, I mean, do you like that fact where they have a power, but they have a, a weakness at the same time? Or do you like the, the opposite then where it's kind of like they, they don't, you know. They, they really I think don't. where I was coming from is it's more of, um, he wants to be that superhero. Mm. Gotcha. Even though he knows kind of like a, I hate to go off a topic, but kind of like uh, My Hero Academia, where mm. you got Deku that, that wants to be a superhero so bad and was not born with a quirk, so therefore he couldn't do it until All Might gave him um, the, a power because he realized that this kid really just wanted to be that natural hero and wanted to help people. I think in this situation, you have more people on DC that want to help and want to do these things than you do in Marvel, where they're kind of like forced into the issue. Of uh, okay. Now I get what you're saying. You have more, um, what is it, altruistic people. There you go. In DC than, than you do in Marvel, who are people that are like, and that makes sense. Okay. Marvel is more like based on circumstance. Right. Like, you know, the Hulk didn't want to be the Hulk at first. It just so happened he got hit with gamma rays and, and turned into this beast that can't be destroyed. Um, you know, you've got all these other mutants, the new mutants, and, and especially new mutants that are coming out. They don't want these powers. They're like, they've got some like real sick, sadistic type powers. And don't know how to deal with them. And so they're learning how to deal with that situation. But, you know, if you ask any one of them if they could become a human, just a regular human being, nine times out of ten, they will really seriously think about it. As far as when they first get the, I, that makes sense. Right. As far as like when, when they, they first, first get, get their the powers. powers. Yes. Yeah. And they're kind of forced because people are chasing them and want them as experiments and things of that nature versus you know, somebody like Batman that has no powers, but he wants to do right. Gotcha. I, 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 yeah, I can see that. That makes sense. I never thought about that that aspect to it, but but that makes sense. That because I guess I've always leaned towards that. You know that. You know, if you had the powers, wouldn't necessarily make you good or bad. But I guess that's kind of where DC likes to examine is. You know what what makes somebody altruistic and want to do good versus Marvel is like, how do you deal with the hand you're dealt with type of thing? But yeah. Okay. That's, that's an excellent point to make. 
Thank you. Yeah. It, the the so just I know we're running over, but the I had thought about doing um Metaphos. I always get his name wrong. He's the guy um that he was hurt in the lab experiment, but he can turn into any element that's made out of the human body. So he's okay. kind of like a a patchwork guy, and but he can shape change, turn into gases. Um, but he, I would try and find somebody that was like a real like shape changer, shape changer. I mean, so and, and that's why I went with the Martian Manhunter instead. But yeah, because I don't know, it, it just seemed weird that for I mean, you have the scrolls, you know, and you have everything else, but it's like there's not maybe Camilla Camilla Khan, you know. I mean, you know, is a the only superhero shape changer, but that's what I'm saying. There's not. I would just surprised that there's not that many on the Marvel side, and there seems to be a lot more on the DC side. So. Well, yeah, uh, and then you have um, what's her name? Um, oh, what is her name? She's in all the movies now. Um, Mystique. Yeah, you got Mystique. Um, I really hate talking off the brain when I can't get my thoughts together. Oh, no problem. Um, which one? I'm Can really she to think? Um, oh. <laughs> well, you got one above all in the multiverse. Oh, no, that's that's a whole other situation. Yeah, um, I could have sworn there was like one individual. Like, I'm really trying to think there was one person who actually was a shapeshifter in Marvel. Well, he might be if you're thinking about the new the 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 um first class I think it was what was it Pixie? I think she could uh, shape change. But but that's the thing like it, what Marvel does is they have people that use telekinetic uh, telepathy to change their parents. Yeah. But but they you, they don't have a lot of people that use that they actually change. I mean, Morph is, is the, like the X-Men shape changer that's been on the good side before, but you know, but, uh, but yeah, there's not a lot to actually change their shapes. Most of them hide, you know, because you have mastermind and not mass. Uh, yeah. I think that's his name. You know, a lot of, uh, telepaths. So. Yeah. Um, there's not a lot of the molecular manipulation. On, exactly. On yeah, exactly. I, I could definitely see that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. But yeah. So, all right. Well, I'm going to go and wrap it up. Unless you get, you got anything else? No, nah, but we're good. Okay. Well, this has been uh, Tad Too Far. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and on our website tadtoofar.com. That's T-A-D-T-O-F-A-R.com. We're part of the Sioux Empire Podcast Network. Please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. Bye. Those. Okay.